Welcome to Mox on the Mic, your exclusive look into all things Chattanooga athletics. Here's your host, Chris Goforth. Welcome in this week to Mox on the Mic. Chris Goforth with you, and we are going to be joined by the head football coach. Chattanooga Mox, Rusty Wright, is going to join us this week. Spring practice is underway. Mox actually having their pro day, so you got a bunch of NFL scouts that are on campus today. But uh, Mox are having their pro day today. Spring practice is going on. We got a chance earlier this week. It was actually on Tuesday when we had a chance to sit down with uh, Coach Rusty Wright, kind of get caught up on what's happening. Graduation hit this team in a couple of areas. He's going to talk a lot about his offensive line. We'll talk a lot about the secondary as well, in particular the safety uh, position as the mocks losing uh, both Brandon Dowdell and Jarrell Lawson. So some big shoes that are going to have to be filled. And, of course, along that offensive line, there's no Harrison Moon and Hey, Cole Strange is going to be playing in the NFL uh, in a couple of months. So there's some bodies that they are having to find to fill some holes. And we're going to talk with the head coach of the mocks about that. All right. We got a lot to get to today. Before we do that, I want to remind you, make sure you subscribe, rate, and review mocks on the mic. We are available wherever you download your podcast from. And if you're already a subscriber, make sure you leave us a, uh, a five-star uh, rating and review on Apple Podcast, And by all means, make sure you tell a friend about Mox on the mic. So with all that being said, now let's get to it. Here's our conversation with Chattanooga football coach, Rusty Wright. Coach, I know there's, uh, you're going to have some, some positions open now after, uh, after graduation, a little bit about uh, the jobs that you see uh, up for grabs going into the spring. Well, I mean, you know, biggest thing is we got to find some old linemen that can uh, help us what we think can help us. Uh, been pleased with how those guys have been working, you know, during the offseason. Uh, that's probably the biggest concentration right now. And then uh, we got to find some guys in the secondary, I think, that can uh, help us. You know, we got to make sure we find two good safeties we feel good about going into uh, fall camp. And uh, right now, you know, those are the guys that uh, both those spots are kind of the ones we're paying the most attention paying the most attention to, but, you know, really focusing on and trying to trying to develop some people and, and see what we've got going there moving forward. Well, like every other coach in the, uh, in the country right now, you're, you're going to have to answer, <laughs> you're going to have to answer questions about your quarterback situation. Uh, tell us a little bit about the competition that's going on there and, and how you see that. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, we just finished practice number four. So, um, those guys have had good off seasons, um, really, going after each other hard. All, all of them are really been pleased with, uh, you know, uh, Parker Hudson, who we brought in from Eastern Michigan. Um, you know, Ty Gossett's had a good offseason. Cole's had a good offseason, put on a little weight and got a little stronger. So, you know, just got to go out there and let those guys play and, and see what happens and, and see how it goes moving forward. Every day is, a, you know, an audition for, for that spot. And we're just kind of playing it day by day, seeing how they're doing. How much – how much of a benefit is it to the guys that are here having some familiarity with the with the offense as opposed to guys that you're bringing in? Well, it's huge. I mean, that is it's it's huge because you know the nuances, you know the uh, the the what you're looking for all the time, exactly what things should be, how they should be called. Uh, you know, it's not different terminology, it's not new terminology to them, it's new terminology to whoever comes in for the first time. So. You know, all those things play a factor. But, yeah, I mean, it's, somebody's been here a little more comfortable and somebody's not, sure. 
I mean, that's, that, that's just part of it. And that's us in life and everything. So it doesn't, you know, it doesn't just go to football, but uh, it does help them. You know, it helps a guy like Cole and Ty for sure compared to, you know, Preston's football's football blazers. You know, once you start drawing them on the board, they're all the same, but then they may be called something completely different somewhere else. Well, we've talked about this before. You've always kind of alluded to, you know, you want somebody that is going to protect the football and not turn it over. How important is it for you going into this year? Do you feel the need to maybe be a little more explosive offensively and in particular at that quarterback spot? Well, I think the biggest thing we got to get out of that quarterback spot is he's, I think we have a good core group of people around him. I feel pretty good about those young wideouts. Um, feel pretty good about the tight end spot. Um, you know, we can run the football, but I think that quarterback's got to make those guys around him better. You know, he's got to be able to take some average plays or bad plays and turn them into positive plays. We've got to, you know, do a little better job of pushing the ball down the field a little better and having more explosive plays without a doubt. Uh, but, you know, I think the biggest concern is, is he's got to make everyone around him better by his level of play. How much will you – how many carries are you going to give a limb forward in the spring? Will you limit him any? I mean, I'm not really worried about – that I mean, he'll he'll play some, but I mean, you know, I, we got to see the Lance Jacksons and some other guys get out there and go run around more so than I got to see him. We got to see um, Geno Appleberry in a couple of different scenarios and some things we're trying to do with him. So you know, we know what that commodity is. Lim's got a Lim's got to be comfortable behind that offensive line and, and understanding things, you know, um, better and, and becoming a better player, but. I mean, we're, you know, I'm I'm more concerned about some guys that hadn't toted it as much as him, for sure. I want to ask you about that offensive line. Now, you've gone through guys like Cole Strange are moving on, Harrison Moon, guys like that that have played a lot of football are, are moving on. I guess the good side is, from your point, is the fact that you've also got a lot of guys. You, you played a lot of offensive linemen. You had mm -hmm. some depth there last year where Reed Williams stepped in pretty early on and got a chance to play. Tell me a little bit about that group and, and, and who all is, is competing uh, and where up front. Yeah. Well, you said it best. I and mean, we've been able to move some guys around and play some guys. Um, you know, you still got McClendon Curtis there, Colin Truitt's back. Um, you know, Reed's played a little football here, which has been good. He's kind of taken over that center position and done a good job with it as, has absolutely worked like crazy, uh, you know, this um, this offseason. Uh, done done a tremendous job in the weight room. He's kind of taken over being the, the vocal type guy of that that group. and But still learning, you know, still hadn't played a lot of football, but still learning. But he's just a great effort guy and a guy that gives you everything he has every snap. Uh, Jeremiah Katz has um, come on in the weight room this, this offseason and uh, – Stepping up and, and trying to be a guy in there. Um, you know, uh, Cam Perry is another one that's had a good offseason. That's doing well in there. Uh, Christian Anderson's doing well. You know, those guys, you know, they're young guys still, but they're they're starting to develop, and that's the thing. is it's, This is the first time, you know, we've had the opportunity to truly – they've played. You know, this is the first time you get an opportunity through 15 practices of honing in and trying to make them better and – and in creating some competition in there to see who's going to be the next guy and, and go through and do those things. So, uh, you know, there's a, there's some guys in the mix and it's just a matter of who's going to step up and stand out when it's all said and done. Ideally going into the, going into fall camp, 
how many how many would you like to have ready? I, I think last year you told me uh, early on in in the fall that you had about eight you thought you could go to. Is is that the goal every I year mean, to have eight guys? Yeah, I mean, I think at the end of the day, that's that's a pretty safe number, you know, going in at our level that you have an opportunity to, you know, it's it's hard to find. It's hard to find 10 at our level that are ready at any point in time. Um, you know, if you got a good core group of five and then you got a couple of guys that you know you can mix and match in there and put them in different spots uh, to kind of, you know, put the best group you got out there to get things done, that's the thing. I've never been anywhere else where we've had 10. So, I mean, you know, um, you just – you're trying to find – you're trying to find that first five and then after that, you're like, all right, we got a pair and a spare. Let's see how we can figure it out, you know, where to move them around and how this will work out. And, and that's the one thing we're doing a lot this spring is, you know, McClendon's playing some tackle. He's played guard. You know, we're moving people around, trying to get them uncomfortable right now at different things. So when we get to the fall, they'll be a little more settled in, a little more comfortable doing stuff. Is it safe to say the position group maybe that you – that was a surprise last year that maybe you you saw emerge as the season went on is is that group of wide receivers and, and just the pass catchers in general. I'll, I'll throw the tight ends in there too. Yeah, I mean, I, I think there's a lot of talent in that room. It's young, um, but we've got some guys that can do some things with the football in their hands. We've got some guys that can run. Uh, we got some guys that aren't scared to block out there on the perimeter, which is huge in what we do. Um, I think Jamoy Mays has had one of the best off seasons of anybody we've got. Uh, really starting to change his body and come into his own a little bit, you know. But he's a he's a young guy. He's played a lot of football here already, but he's a young guy that's just going to continue, I think, to get better and better as as his career goes. Um, you know, Smoke Smith's one that's had a good off season, but he's he's got to be consistent for us. He can run. Um, he's got to be consistent in catching the football. I think, um, you know, Tyronette's probably the oldest guy in that room and uh, is a different type receiver than those two guys. And then you got those other young guys. You got Javon Burke and you got uh, Nunu Watley that have done some good things out of practice already and going through things for the first time, you know. So it's been exciting to watch those guys. And I think Coach Bradley's done a good job with them in the in the meeting rooms and trying to get them to understand what we're trying to do and and get them better. And, and they're taking to it. They're working hard every day. And, and uh, you know, it's just, I think you'll see a guy named Sam Phillips play a lot of football for us. He's a, just a tremendously hard worker. Got a lot of talent, not a big guy, not a big guy, but he can run and catch a football and do some other things. So um, I, I think, you know, and then tight end wise, I mean, those guys, Jay Gibson's not going through spring practice because he hurt his knee to start a fall camp last year, but he's, almost cleared he's doing things but he's not in contact or anything like that and you got Keyshawn Tony and who's had a really good offseason looks a lot bigger and, and better uh, which is good because Keyshawn's played some football he just hadn't played enough of it and Evan Brown's another one that's that's working really hard and then we have Trayvon Jones that's left in that group we'll flip over to the defensive side or maybe special team side because when you start talking about you mentioned earlier you you got to find a couple of guys at safety now without Brandon Dowdell you also lose a return guy uh from a standpoint of returning kicks what does that look like yeah we got some guys back there we're working uh doing those things you know there's a there's a handful of group of those skilled kids that are doing it I'd, I'd like to get away from defensive guys doing it because they don't handle the ball as much you know uh those things concern me but um uh, 
got a handful of guys back there that are doing it, you know, and, and doing a good job in practice. And that's that's going to be a uh, that's gonna, that's going to be a constant evolving thing, trying to figure out the right one back there and and trying to get uh, you know the right people in place right there. I think we have some guys that are a little faster back there now than we've had in the past. Uh, you know, catching those punts is a little different than catching those kickoffs, but. Um, you know, we got a couple of guys we're working to be the punt return and probably a handful of guys we're working to be the kickoff returners. And then we got some freshmen, I think, that can do it too as well. So let's talk about the safety position now. Uh, tell me about that group and, and the competition that's happening. Yeah, you know, um, we got some older guys back there that have played football. Uh, you know, DJ Jackson's back. He, we actually redshirted DJ last year. Um, Zay Brown's back. Um Telly Plummer's back, and then you throw those couple of freshmen in there, those young guys, Nasir Howell and Jordan Walker, um, Josh Battle. We're actually moving Josh around a bunch. He's playing the nickel spot and playing safety, so uh, really good athlete. You know, it's just a matter of somebody separating themselves back there. Um, right now it's just, just those guys back there, and nobody's really separated themselves. Now, we hadn't been full live tackle to the ground yet. We're going to do a little bit of that tomorrow, so we'll start to see some more things with that. But um, – you know, that's the thing is we get, somebody's got to separate themselves. And, uh, you know, the front part of them is pretty good. The only spot on our defense where you've got to be pretty sharp for the most time and know how to get lined up and get everybody in front of you and know where your pieces fit are back there at safety. And um, it's just going to be whoever we trust going into the fall, you know, honestly. And that's the thing, that boundary safety has got to be a really good tackler and somebody that's going to, you know, we saw Jarrell Lawson do it for the last two or three years. That ball pops the line of scrimmage, and it's got to figure out a way to get it down, and he did a good job of that for us. And then that field safety has got to have a little savvy to him to, to hide some coverages and do some things differently but end up in the right spots. And it's just going to come down to those guys playing and doing and, you know, and, and us being comfortable with them. you got a deep group of linebackers uh, back. Do you feel like – is that the, the strength right now defensively? Is it in that linebacking group? Well, no, I think the biggest strength is up front when it's all said and done, those front four. But really comfortable with those guys, you know, playing linebacker right now. I mean, Ty Beck is uh, as good as there are in this league, if not better, at a, at a lot of places at our level. Cam Jones is another one. He's not going through spring practice. He had foot surgery uh, first, of the, first of January, um, but is pretty much cleared. And then uh, – you know, I mean, Cam's Cam's one that's played a lot of football for us, did a good job in there last year. Then you got those other young guys. You got Bo Spearman and you got those freshmen that are coming in, I think are going to be really good players. So Bo's getting a bunch of reps right now, and it's going to do nothing but make him better. We're actually switching Ty's spot. So he's playing a different spot inside than he normally plays, which hopefully makes him a better football player. So we're doing that a lot this spring just to try and, you know, Somebody goes down. Now they've got a little experience playing something else. We just to make sure we got the best eleven people out there at some point in time. How much of that is a uh, maybe a benefit or a luxury of having guys like a tieback that have played a lot of football? The fact that you're now you're able to experiment a little bit because you're not having to still teach the scheme again. Is that is that fair to say? Yeah, it's huge. I mean, it is. It's huge because it just keeps giving you options, you know. I mean, and those are things we've talked about defensively especially. It's a little harder offensively. I mean, you can move those wide outs around to different places, um, you know, and you can move a right guard to left guard, or a, but it's hard to move a right guard to left tackle, you know, or a left tackle to 
you, you can move those guys, but you got to be a little limited in what you do. But defensively, you know, I mean, we've had DJ Jackson. He's playing safety sums. He's playing corner a little bit, you know. Uh, like I said, Nasir Howell's playing nickel for us. He's playing a little bit of safety. So we're moving those guys around. Ty's playing – Ty used to play the boundary linebacker. Now he's playing the field linebacker, you know. So we're doing things that way to try and make these guys think a little more, you know, and, and make them not become – things don't become stale for them. It, it makes them stimulate how they're thinking, what they're seeing, understanding how that guy next to them is having to play and, uh, you know, just getting a better feel for everything. So I think in the long run, it'll help us because, again, you're still playing football. You're still hearing the same calls and all that, but it just expands what they're knowing. Hopefully it helps them appreciate, you know, what the guy next to them has to do for sure and, and in the long run make them all better players. But it gives us an idea, okay, this guy – something were to happen to us in the fall and we lose a guy or two, you go, all right, well, we can move him there. We've seen him do those things. At least he knows how to get lined up. He knows how to make the calls. He knows how to do those things and, and we can go in there and function. What do you want to see out of Devon Shea Maxwell this spring? I just, you know, the biggest thing is, is he's got to uh, keep finding that motor. Um, there's no doubt. I mean, I don't need to see him play the inside-outside zone. I really don't need to see him rush a passer a whole bunch. He needs to fine-tune a couple of things, and then he's got to crank that motor. He's got to find another gear in that motor for himself, and he has it, and he does. Um, you know, and that's hard to say when you say a guy's been defense player of the year and <laughs> and all that, but he's got a little more in him that he can get out of himself and uh, possibly take his game to another level. Um but, you know, biggest thing is I want to see him. we got some young guys behind him, Marlon Taylor, uh, you know, Kelvin Morris, some of those guys. He's got, to, he's got to grow those guys, you know, at the end of the day. He's got to grow those guys and give those, get those guys better so he can become better and, and uh, you know, make us a better football team. So you guys had a pro day um, this week with a handful of guys that, that got a chance to, uh, to work out. Um, one – uh, what does it mean to have an event like that, to have it on campus and to see your guys get a chance to work in front of NFL scouts? Well, I mean, that's their, you know, I hope for most of them, that's the ultimate goal, you know, is to have an opportunity to go play on, on Sundays. Uh, but, you know, I mean, it's huge. It's, it's huge as you got people that want to come see your guys and, and, you know, you got a guy that's got an opportunity of getting drafted, which, you know, uh, I told our coaches the other day, I mean, you got to understand in our league, there's nine schools. You're talking about 100, 105 kids, maybe more at each school. So you're talking 950, almost 1,000 football players in the Southern Conference, and one went to the combine. You know, end of the day, that's a pretty staggering number when you think about it and the opportunity that, you know, that we can afford them here, that they have here, and, and guys understand, hey, you come through here and you do things right and you give yourself an opportunity to go play at that level, they'll come find you no matter where you are. So that's, that's the biggest thing. Now, you still have – you had a relatively small signing class mm -hmm. this year. 14. I'm, I'm, ass, I'm yeah. assuming you've still got some scholarships set aside. Still working. Yep. We're about to – I was going to say, we're about to hit that point now after everybody's spring practice over when we're going to see another flurry of player movement. Uh, one, how many guys do you anticipate right now bringing on board this spring after – spring practice is over uh it depends you know it depends we we kind of go through it changes at times um we'll have a fair number 
here in June and July when we start uh, getting ready for the summer. We'll have a fair number of guys show back up. We've gotten we've gotten a couple of commitments already of guys that'll be here in uh, in June and July. Um, we got guy on campus, you know, today. Uh, Going to have some guys on campus this weekend. Going to have some guys on campus next week, next weekend. So we're constantly doing it and constantly looking at things and. And uh, the board's constantly changing. It changes on our end. It changes on their end. Um, you know, so um, we're, we're going to take advantage of what things allow us right now uh, in the in the transfer world and, and see if we can get the right fits for us. And I think we're on some good guys. And I think we'll have an opportunity to have some folks come in here and help this football team as we move forward in the fall. And, you know, just just got to go to work, you know, just got to go to work every day and, and keep trying to find guys to help us and guys that fit, you know, us and, and, and what we do. Because we've had some uh, that we've turned away that are really good players, but they're not going to be the right fit. And it's, you know, there's going to be some issues and can't do that. Can't, can't disrupt. I really like, I really like this core group of guys we have here that have been working and trying to do things right. And we're going to make sure we're bringing the right kind of people in. Coach, appreciate the time. Thank y'all. Thanks to Chattanooga football coach Rusty Wright for giving us some time today. That is going to wrap it up for us here on Mox on the Mic. Make sure you join us again next week. We do this every Wednesday. It is a podcast that is devoted solely to Chattanooga athletics. Thanks, as always, to our producer, Tate Johnson, for making all of this happen. And we will see you next week. Until then, so long, everybody, and go Mox. Thanks for listening to Mox on the Mic. Please remember to rate, subscribe, and review, and we'll see you again soon.